Have we ever done a Sunday morning Wake Me Up episode focusing on music specifically from Oklahoma? I don't think we have. I don't think anyone has. I mean, have you ever told a friend, you know, I just heard this Sunday morning Wake Me Up program featuring music from Oklahoma. I don't think we could be making history. But that's what we're going to do today. Old-timey goodness from the, uh, what is our state's motto? I'm forgetting our state's motto. You forgive me, I left when I was 18. The unofficial motto was Oklahoma is okay. Just kind of a self-deprecating play on our abbreviation, plus the fact that we don't have a lot going on. That was actually on our license plates for a while. Oklahoma is okay, we're all right. But I've forgotten the state's official motto. I'm sorry. But music from Oklahoma, it shall be. This freezing cold Sunday morning coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we're going to kick it off with our, to say wayward is um, almost offensive to waywardness. Our, um, well, our, our, we'll say wayward and we'll get into more adjectives in a bit. But uh, our wayward son, Mr. Chet Baker, many forget that he's from Oklahoma. But um, before anything, let me welcome you back to a little show called Rough Sundays. I could sing a new song Never sing a blues song Everything depends on you I could end my Lonely nights of scheming Everything depends on you Mountains may be high Oceans may I'll reach the sky with you by my side. I could end my story in a blaze of glory. Everything. Sky with 
Everything depends on you. Rough Sundays. Did you ever see the film Let's Get Lost? Kind of a kind of a sort of a biopic on Chet Baker. It's gut wrenching. It's uh, it's done by Bruce Weber. There's this gorgeous opening scene of him in the back of a convertible, high on heroin, nodding off, sitting between two beautiful women. It's 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 heart wrenching. It's gut wrenching. Uh, it, namely because this talent. This voice, this face, a gorgeous face, by the way, it should be mentioned that, that quickly morphed or or delved or dropped or, or descended into haggardness, that face of his. But it goes from him finding ways of getting kicked out of the military, which was pretty funny, like one of the few funny parts of this film. But, you know, to get kicked out of the military, he had to toe the line between like psych ward and shock treatment. To the reaction when he came on the scene, uh, I think it was, I think this story is, I hope I don't mess this up, I probably will, but I think Charlie Parker called Miles Davis, who called Dizzy Gillespie, saying, there's a white dude that's like about to give us all some trouble, you know, to just, uh, the rest of the film is just who he was, um, and he wasn't a good person, Chet Baker, I mean, a junkie, owed money to everyone, stole um, worse and I think the toughest part of the film was when Bruce Weber, the director that I mentioned, asked Chet Baker's mom, just down the road here in Oklahoma City, ask him, you know, hey, you, you had, you know, one of the the pillars of jazz um, who, who paved the way for this and that and, and will forever be considered one of the greats. But was he a disappointment to you? Vera, Chet became a famous musician and he won all those awards, but... Did he disappoint you as a son? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But let's don't go into that. I told you it was rough, but it's good. Chet Baker. Many forget that Chet Baker had perhaps one of the most angelic voices, singing voices of all time. Not to mention his, his abilities on the trumpet. But anyway, it's a dark introduction to a normally upbeat show. And Okies, we're, we're normally upbeat folks. So let's let's get back to Glad, shall we? I am Eric Esquit. This is Rough Sundays. Um, sitting where the show was conceived. And this show has been going on for nearly 20 years. But uh, Dad and I got in the car and we drove to Oklahoma City one morning, way, way back in the day. I mean, I think this was 2008, 2009. The show's been around for a while, actually. And uh, I was on this gospel music kick and I was introduced to gospel music by my father, who used to be a preacher man. He's not anymore, but um, every so often he would be invited to black church. And now being a pastor's kid, right, you are, first of all, you're in church Sunday morning 
Sunday night, Wednesday night, and at least one thing on the weekends. I hated church. It was boring. It's my dad up there. I have to hear these stories at home and in church. You know what I mean? But every once in a while, dad was such a prolific, well-known speaker that he was invited to speak at uh, Black Church. And Black Church is where I escaped religion and found gospel. And there, are, there's a huge difference between the two. Uh, this was celebration. There was no judgment. People were dressing up. The music was incredible. You ate afterwards. And so that turned me on to, to gospel, which turned me on to old-time gospel music, revival music, you know, black gospel from the 20s and the 30s. And uh, I was listening to so much of it, I brought the CD along back in the day when you had CDs. And I put it in the car and I just remember a song came on. It was um, The Old Ship of Zion by the Roberta Martin, Roberta Martin Singers. And dad just kind of looked at me and like nodded. And I kind of looked at him and nodded like, this is it. This is the good stuff. And it was that exchange, that trip with my father, that, that gave me the idea for Rough Sundays. Um, and here we are, like I said, 15, 16, 17 years later, who knows? It's been a while. But anyway, we are uh, spending the day, the morning, I should say, diving into Oklahoma's best artists. Or best artists, I should say, that, that, that fit the show genre. You know, Hanson, Color Me Bad, Flaming Lips might not fit. Actually, some of the Flaming Lips might fit. I'll revisit some of the oldest stuff and see if we can work it in in a future show. But back to the music, which is why you're here. And if it's older stuff we're after, let's go back to 1951 with a little Patty Page. You told me I was your darling. You kept me hanging around. Somebody else is your darling. So lonesome and blue I'll be found. Days, little darling, no. 
page down the trail of Aiken Hearts, Rough Sundays. How you doing? Or I should say howdy. We actually don't say that uh, much here. Sorry to ruin the mystique of the Sooner State, which I'm sure keeps you up at night. That drives my father nuts, by the way. Speaking of my father, Sooners, calling it the Sooner State. You know the story of the Sooners? The Oklahoma Sooners? Maybe you've heard of the OU Sooners, the college team we have, one of the two college teams we have here. Sooners were people that jumped the gun during the land run, like who left early, who, who basically cheated. And yet for some reason we, we, we herald this name around our state. Drives the old man nuts, as well it should. Rough Sundays, though, and uh, speaking of history and storytelling and storytelling about dark history, uh, our state and city has been perhaps the darkest being, of course, we're talking about the race massacre back in the 1920s. Uh, but that's a much more serious topic for a much more serious show with a much more educated host. But when it comes to telling the stories of what life was like back then, we look no further than Uncle Woody, Woody Guthrie, that is arguably the most the most prolific and, and significant full singer of all time, I, I think I can say. At least it's arguable. Even Bob Dylan said, no Woody Guthrie, no Bob Dylan. In fact, I even think that I read in one book, I forgot what it was. It was a Bob Dylan book about Bob Dylan basically stalking Woody in New York back in the day and, and sat by his bed as, as Woody was dying. So, um, yeah, Woody, we're proud of him. Like, do you ever see that? Do you ever see the, the, the statement, the sentence? It's probably posted all over Instagram now, but uh, this machine kills fascists. That's Woody. Like he, he, he stenciled it, he wrote it on his guitar before a photo shoot. And then a century later, I'm sure it's being used in a caption for some TikTok, but whatever. Back to Woody. Hardly happy though, you know. I mean, most of his songs were pretty, I don't know what to, what's the word, not harsh. Maybe not harsh, maybe, maybe it is harsh. Raw, um, stripped down, honest. He wasn't afraid to call people out. He wasn't afraid to call organizations out. He wasn't as shy about telling you exactly what was going on. I mean, if you look at his, what's the most famous Woody Guthrie song of all time? This Land, right? This Land is your land, this land is my land, right? But that's not the version Woody wanted. At least it's not, it's the incomplete version. As it was missing two verses, a lot of people don't know that. The, the, the This Land track that you know is incomplete. And the two verses that were taken out by the record company were this. As I went walking, I saw a sign there. And on the sign, it said no trespassing. But on the other, but on the other side, it didn't say nothing. That side was made for you and me. In the shadow of the steeple, I saw my people. By the relief office, I see my people. As they stood hungry, I stood there asking, is this land made for you and me? 
So you can understand why the record company took it out, and you can understand why Woody wanted it in. So Woody Guthrie, I mean, punk rock and anti-establishment before mohawks and pierced noses were even a thing. So let's get into it. Um, Not a happy song. This is him singing about the Ludlow Massacre of 1914. And the Ludlow Massacre was something that I didn't know about until I heard Woody Guthrie singing it, which is kind of what he was all about. It was early springtime and the strike was on. It drove us miners out of doors. Out from the houses that the company owned We moved into tents up at Old Ludlow I was worried bad about my children Soldiers guarding the railroad bridge Every once in a while a bullet would fly Kick up gravel under my feet We were so afraid you'd kill our children Dug us a cave that's seven foot deep Carried our young ones and a pregnant woman Down inside the cave to sleep That very night you soldiers waited Till all us miners was asleep You snuck around our little tent town Soaked our tents with your kerosene You struck a match and the blaze it started You pulled the triggers of your gadlin' guns I made a run for the children But a firewall stopped me Thirteen children died from your guns I carried my blanket to a wire fence corner Watched the fire till the blaze died down I helped some people drag their belongings While your bullets killed us all around I never will forget the look on the faces Of the men and women that awful day When we stood around to preach their funeral And lay the corpse of the dead away We told the Colorado governor to phone the president Tell him call off his National Guard But the National Guard belonged to the governor So he didn't try so very hard Our women from Trinidad, they hauled some potatoes Up to Wallensburg in a little cart They sold their potatoes and brought some guns back And they put a gun in every hand The state soldiers jumped us in the wire fence corners Did not know that we had these guns And the redneck miners mowed down them troopers You should have seen them poor boys run We took some cement and walled the cave up Where you killed these 13 children inside I said, God bless the Mine Workers Union Then I hung my head and cried Woody Guthrie, Ludlow Massacre 
rough Sundays. Dark. Wow. Good but dark. Um, what a storyteller, though. If you're ever if you're ever in Tulsa, do visit the Woody Guthrie Museum here. Done really well. In fact, I think we also have the Bob Dylan archives now. And it was said that Dylan chose here for his archives because he wanted to be close to Woody. That's a true story. Um, and actually in the museum of Woody Guthrie's, getting my museum and archives mixed up, in the Woody Guthrie Museum, as well as online, there are hundreds of stories of just him, him telling stories, occasionally breaking into song, which just adds to the fascination. You can find these, like I said, on YouTube and Spotify. But one of my favorites was just him talking about his daddy. What did your family do? What, what kind of people were they? Where'd they come from? Well, they come in there from Texas in the early day. My dad got to Oklahoma right after statehood. He was the first clerk of the county court in Okima, Oklahoma, after statehood. He is known as a, one of them old hard-hitting, fist-fighting Democrats, you know, that run for office down there, and he used to miscount the votes all the time. So every time it... Uh, my dad went to town. It's common. The first question I'd ask him when he come riding in on a horse that evening, I'd say, well, how many fights do you have today? And then he'd take me up on his knee and he'd proceed to tell me who he is fighting and why and all about it. Cool, right? Woody Guthrie's dad getting in fights. Democrat. Anyway, let's pick it up, shall we? Gotten, I mean... <laughs> We've had Chet Baker's mom not being proud of him. To race massacres, to fascists, to the Ludlow massacres, to Woody's dad getting in fights every day. It's it's usually a happy show, I promise. Um, so fortunately, if we're looking for an upbeat uh, catalyst, I should say, our state also, the state of Oklahoma, also has one of the voices of American recording artists. And this lady will make sure we get this show back to happy. It's the queen of rockabilly. It's Wanda Jackson.
said I was dumb and lazy Ain't no truth in that at all J.K.L., Pack My Jack, Rough Sundays. Now that there, I can say that, that there is called the Tulsa Sound, Tulsa Sound Music. Bet you didn't know that our city even had its own genre. It's a lot like the barbecue here, we have here, you know, it's kind of a borrowed claim and it's coming out of all sorts of places, but it's still worth investigating. So Tulsa Sound, this would have started, I think, in the late 50s, early 60s. Kind of a, a mix, a mashup of, of, of medley, of, uh, what do we have? The blues, rock, definitely country. Uh, even some Cajun pop uh, in there, I, I guess. Um, swamp pop, as it's called. But I tell you what, we, uh, we will do the next show on the Tulsa Sound. How about that? I mean, it'd be a shame not to, right? Because there's a lot I don't know. There's most I don't know, if I'm being honest. I know of the Tulsa Sound. I know a lot of these artists. Um, I didn't realize growing up that the, the Tulsa Sound was a thing. But that'll be a guess. So the next show we do will be Tulsa Sound. But back to Oklahoma. And back to the Oklahoma show. And let's head just up the road for where I am now to a town called Awaso. Actually, my longest friend, Jeremy Lakey. He's been my friend since I was three. He was five. They live in Owasso. But we're going up there, but we're also going back to the year 1959, I think it was. Uh, a rockabilly musician from Owasso, like I said. He was supposed to go on tour with a guy called Buddy Holly, another guy called The Big Bopper, and another singer-performer called Richie Valens. And they were about to get on a flight, but there wasn't enough room on the airplane. So Richie Valens and the man in question from Owasso, the guy's name is Tommy Alsop, they flipped the coin to see who gets on the flight and who was going to have to go back down to the Tulsa airport and is going to have to fly commercial. I don't actually know if it was the Tulsa airport. For some reason, I think it was someplace else. But let's just say back to the airport. Richie Valens won the toss. And so Richie Valens gets on the plane. An hour later, that plane crashed, killing Buddy Holly, Big Bopper, and Richie Valens. And in fact... Alsop, Tommy Alsop, had given Buddy Holly his wallet to grab some mail on his behalf. And so at the crash scene, the wallet was found. And so for at least two days, Tommy Alsop was initially said to have died. 
Obviously, he didn't. He went on to become quite the name in rockabilly and, and swing. So let's get another, <laughs> let's get out of another dark. I promise it's usually a happy show. But let's, out, get, let's get out of a dark chapter and let's get you some upbeat, some of Oklahoma's very own, the very fortunate Tommy Alsop. Sundays, how you doing? I'm well. I'm, I'm getting over a two-week cold, so I hope it's not coming across. And I'm I'm recording this on a little shotgun mic because I'm getting some some gear to go filming uh, when we go back to Nepal. So um, maybe it sounds more professional. Maybe it doesn't. Who knows? But anyway, let's get back to Tulsa and let's get back to uh, let's get to Oklahoma's greatest export that you might not have heard of, or if you've heard of him. And you actually don't know that he's from Oklahoma. And it's going to be hard not to just spend 30 minutes talking about him because he's so prolific. So but, uh, let me just get you to the key points of this fella, okay? Just to establish his greatness. 60 years in the music business. The mover for making the Tulsa sound a thing. I just mentioned the Tulsa sound. So he was, he was, the, he was the poster boy. He was the showrunner for Tulsa sound. Six gold records, seven Grammy, seven, sorry, seven Grammy nominations, two wins. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, plus the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Elton John called him both a mentor and an inspiration. Uh, he played with everybody. Frank Sinatra, Tina Turner, Bob Dylan, Rolling Stones, Beach Boys, literally everyone. Even his first album, he had two Beatles and Eric Clapton. And you talk about range. Like this, this is this guy 
rock and roll, country, gospel, bluegrass, bluegrass, rhythm and blues, southern rock, blues rock, folk, surf, and that Tulsa sound that I mentioned. And I think if you fly into Tulsa International Airport, we still don't know why we call it international because we're not, but if you fly into it, it was his voice, maybe while he was alive, maybe itself, I'll find out, but it's his voice that greeted you, that welcomed you to Tulsa. It's our state's pride and joy. It's Leon Russell. Please, please, why? 
Leon Russell. I just realized that's one of my favorite tracks of his. He's not really singing on it, is he? Sorry about that. We'll bring him back in the... Uh, sorry, I keep... I've got bacon in my... I hope you haven't been able to hear the little pieces of bacon stuck in my teeth, the whole... Anyway. Uh, brings us to the end of the show. Brings us into the end of an Oklahoma-focused Rough Sundays. Pretty good show. Um, dark, but pretty good. And also, what was missing in your life, you know? We always take stock of these things at the first of the year. What, what was missing in your life? Perhaps being able to talk about music from Oklahoma. So we filled that void. But we have one more, one upbeat track to get you up and moving on your Sunday. So let's take you back to 1966. Bit of, bit of big band-ish, bit of swing-ish. And a whole lot of just southern gravy in that voice. And you're going to see, you're going to, I think you're going to be able to see what I mean when I say that. Southern Gravy in the voice. It's Lee Hazelwood. I know you hurt me and it's such a crying shame. Cause when I die with my last breath, I call your name. I never thought you'd be so cruel Let me tell you that it happens when a fool loves a fool With every breath I take, with every kiss I kiss With every tear I cry, there goes my happiness I never thought you'd be so cruel Let me tell you that it happens when a Loves a fool Well, I can't live without you But I don't know what I'm gonna do about you I'm a weak and I got no one to blame Well, I love and I want you near me But you never seem to hear me You're gonna mess around and drive me insane And I cry and cry and cry Just walk away You lie and lie and lie And I come back to stay I never thought you'd be so cruel Let me tell you that it happens when a But I don't know what I'm gonna do about you I'm a weak and I got no one to blame Well, I love and I want you near me But you never seem to hear me You're gonna mess around and drive me insane I cry and cry and cry You just walk away You lie and lie and lie And I come back to stay thought you'd be so cruel Let me tell you that I happened to win a
it's southern. It's gravy, right? I mean, it's just it's smooth southern gravy. In the voice of Lee Hazelwood. Name of the track is When a Fool Loves a Fool. Name of the show is Rough Sundays. My name is Eric S. Queen. And um, Lee Hazelwood, you might not know, but Frank Sinatra once took Lee Hazelwood aside and asked him, Lee Hazelwood, to make his daughter, Frank Sinatra's daughter, Nancy, a thing. And Lee did. Lee kind of took her under his wing and helped produce her, and he wrote songs for her. Lee Hazelwood wrote These Boots Are Made for Walking. He wrote So Long Babe. Many, many more um, songs that he wrote and helped Nancy Sinatra do. But that's it. That's uh, that's the show. whole lot of Oklahoma in there for you. Hopefully you have a little bit, uh, you know a little bit more about our state. I don't think it's going to convince you to come here. But, you know, we got some good music, some good tunes, some good history. Speaking of which, the next show um, we'll do about the Tulsa Sound. And uh, if I have time during my visit here at Oklahoma, we'll do one more Oklahoma music show. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't know. Nobody knows. What surprises, though, this show holds? Anyway, bye.